Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game. I'm your host, Scott, and with me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. I am here, as always. Well, Ryan, we've been able to get a few games in recently, uh, revisiting some of the older Cormac's heroes and villains, um, so we're going to come at you again with another champion checkup and this one was a lot of fun i uh yeah this uh, my hero hero i didn't play very often um i think part of it was that was i bought two hero packs really shortly after the core box and the hero that you played with is who I played with a whole bunch at the very beginning. So I didn't play my hero very much early on. Yeah, we did. We decided to make it a little thematic in the aspect of name only. I chose to be good old Captain America. Captain my Captain. Captain America. Captain America. America. And I went with uh, the other Captain. Captain Marvel. Nice, nice. Yep, a lot of cosmic shenanigans was afoot in our game. Yeah, yeah, and we we did play against Claw from the Core Box, um, which I think a lot of people enjoy, especially uh, in the beginning. He was kind of that like all around villain, um, so it was it was a, a good matchup for these two. Yeah, I think um, Claw takes that complexity up just a little bit over Rhino, um, but it's still not too crazy because you just kind of, once you do it a couple times, you've kind of got him figured out with his mechanic. Um, and they also kind of threw in some extra, they started using more symbols, you know, hazard, crisis, mm -hmm. uh, acceleration, those kind of things. Yeah, um, yeah. In that progression of going from kind of beginner to a little more experienced. Yeah, yeah. We, well, <clears throat> first off, Captain America is one of the strongest heroes, hands down. Um, and Captain Marvel, a lot of people like Captain Marvel um, because of what things that she can do. Um but I know in the past for you, you really haven't you, you haven't gotten behind Captain Marvel like other people champion. Yeah, and I don't I really can't say why, except for kind of what I said earlier. I just I played Captain America and and to me, for my playstyle, I look a lot on um consistency of play. Um and like well balanced, a well balanced, consistent hero. I just find a lot of enjoyment playing with. Now I play with all the heroes, um, but I may not enjoy them or want to take them through like an entire campaign, like I I would um, those kind of heroes that fit that niche for me. Yeah, yeah. Well. Do you want to start off, or should I go ahead and go for it? Why don't you kick us off this week? All right. Captain America, 
What did I think? Well, I uh, I ran Captain America Aggression. Um, I had this idea for a deck, and uh, I decided. So I, I made this deck on uh, Marvel CDB, um, and uh, I titled it "Beat the Cards Out of You." Um, so the whole premise of this deck was. Uh, really focused on the uh, the card, the aggression card, no quarters, and uh, that whole thing about that is you get two cost, you uh, deal four damage, and then whatever excess you do, you can draw cards, and if any of them are an aggression card, you can keep it. So I thought that might be a a fun little thing to do with Captain America because he's got. Um, the reading ability, so I can thwart with him or, or be diverse with that. Um, he's got his uh, super soldier serum, which generates the uh, physical resource that I need to do no quarter because it's a requirement. Um, and I just, I, I just thought it'd be fun to be Captain America because he's great. Um, and uh, I think it, it worked pretty good <laughs> um this is a li- i guess a little maybe a little uh no snippet of a combo combo but i i really focused on no quarters and i teamed that up with um the aggression card uh honed technique which is a three cost upgrade and uh and what it does when you pay with a or a science resource at an attack aggression attack event then you can increase it by the cost of that event so when i was able to do it no quarter became a six damage and uh, then i teamed that up with follow through which increases your excess damage by one for each one you have out only have one so then it turned it into a seven. So if I was killing an enemy for that only had one health, I was drawing six cards. <laughs> and uh, it in in our game because I kind of focused on having making sure I had a lot of aggression in there. I it hit pretty pretty often. I was able to draw at least two cards. I think every time I did it. The thing I liked about or like and saw for you. Uh, the nice thing about no quarter is that it's not, it's all aggression red cards. Yes. So it, it wasn't just events. So you were kind of loading your deck pretty high with red cards to kind of maximize the whole combo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good. Um, my only like thing that I saw sometimes is you would mill some good cards that you couldn't keep. Yes, yeah. yeah I, that definitely did happen where I milled some of his good stuff. Um, you had like you had like a double resource in like his other super soldier serum <laughs> once yeah. or twice, which yeah. was kind of rough. Yeah, there's definitely that, that drawback, um, but it was really fun. And I, and I will say this combo is not necessarily specific. Captain America, because it's aggression cards, you can kind of do this in theory with all the heroes. 
Um, but for me, I, I felt like it, it worked really good with Captain because he's got those super soldier serums. That's the energy resource that you need. Um, he's tough. Um, not the status card tough, uh, but he can he can take a hit. Um, he blocks good. He can thwart good. Um, it just seemed like it flowed very well. I, I, I'm starting to think that Captain America almost just flows with any deck type. Um, he just he's just really good to put a deck together and just play, and, and it would work for him. He's that yeah, kind I noticed of hero. that too. That if you played a no quarter and whatever your like extra card you had in your hand, it was nice because Captain America could just do whatever we needed to. It's like, hey, can you thwart a little bit? Sure. And with him doing a thwart, discarding a card to ready with his ability, that's like four thwart right there, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It it just it just worked. And that's the thing that just makes him sing. It's just he just he just works. And uh that's what I think what is appealing for him for a lot of players is just you can play him and and be successful and have fun with it. And and it's not it's not one of those heroes that it's very uh kit focused. Um like it, his kit's really good, but even outside of that, he just makes any aspect work and he just he just makes playing the game fun and uh it's there there's a reason why he's always highly ranked among players. He's a hero that I think is a great gateway hero that you can build a pretty basic deck and he's not overly complicated, but he's, like I said, very consistent. Um, so you can do everything you need to do and not feel like overwhelmed because you have one giant deficit of your hero to worry about. And it's just fun to kind of see him work. Um, and I think that if you've got a new player that doesn't have like a hero preference, he's a good one to kind of stick in front of somebody because you, you don't have to worry about like a really complicated mechanic to mm-hmm. kind of get them tripped up. It's one that they can kind of see how well the game can play and be fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's definitely an A in my book. Um, and the new cards just make them fun like it i would say the new cards don't necessarily add anything to him because he already does everything so just new cards just create more combos to see if you can make it work for him um i know people have done uh decks that he readies a lot um he's like i just had this deck it's aggression very attack focused he's drawing cards um protection he blocks everything um leadership of course he's captain america and he's got that steve rogers ability throwing out some allies really cheap which you ended up using a few times which was nice um he just he's got it all and i think this is one of the things that frustrates me the not not frustrates me the most there there's a lot of things that frustrates me about this game but this is not one of them but it is a little annoying that his shield gives him plus one defense and it gives him retaliate one and then you look back on the core box and then what's black panther's ability 
retaliate one. <laughs> so he's just his ability basically is better than Black Panther, which is kind of frustrating for Black Panther. I feel bad for him. Yeah. He is um you know, he's he's Captain America. He just is awesome. Yeah. What was the just having from playing him? I think the biggest thing with Captain America, like negative, is if you lose his shield, it's uh it's hard to get it back. Because he doesn't have his his ability to go fetch his shield is only set up. So for some reason if it gets if it gets going, you're gonna wait to get it back. Yeah. And it, if you do lose it, yeah, you, you lose your defense and you lose the retaliate. Outside of that, shield block and shield toss are the only things that are affected by it. Right. But like so, his shield block is pretty is good. pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Zero costs, preventing all the damage. That's pretty great. Yeah. And you still get to retaliate. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. shield toss, I don't I've never really used it super often, but it's it's a good thing to have in your in your pocket to be able to use. Yeah, I would say it's one of those cards where you don't play it often except for when you need to. Like when that that one circumstance arises. Yeah. Like your Ultron or multiple Yeah. Um, minions but i mean in our game we we had multiple minions out and i just just trucked through them it's just one after another because of that combo like i did no quarters on one and drew a bunch of aggression cards and then just boom 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 and just i think i did no quarters twice in one turn yeah that was a fun fun little combo so it just kind of just kept going and going and yeah i mean yeah, whoever's listening to this, bust out Captain America and just throw a deck together and have fun with them because that's what he does. He's just like you said, he's just kind of for everyone. He's great. Yeah. His his two 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 stat line is to me like the benchmark of a good consistent hero. Yeah. Uh and then with his ability to ready um Yeah, he's just good. He would be like one if you know someone's getting into the game and they want to get a, a hero pack. They don't know which one to do. If you don't have like a favorite hero you want to play, I'm always gonna say get Captain America. Yeah, yeah, definitely. After the core box, uh, he is one that I would highly recommend. And Green Goblin is the the other one I would highly recommend. Outside of that, I think it starts to become preference. Yeah. And ironically, that is how I did it. I got Captain Marvel, or sorry, Captain America and Green Goblin on the same day. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Only place I could find it was Barnes and Noble. Uh, we're not sponsored by Barnes and Noble. No, by no, way. no. <laughs> yeah, you can get some stuff now, but I feel like you can't get anything past maybe Mad Titan Shadow. I don't think I've seen anything past that. So they'll eventually do some reprints. They always kind of go back and and do some reprinting. But sometimes you can catch a good sale and and um with Barnes and Noble. I know around Christmas time they do like half price games. So if you're looking to stock up and get some good deals, something to definitely uh, think about. Yeah. Uh, all right. I could do this all day. 
talking about Captain America, but did you like that? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the other Captain. Captain Marvel. All right, so I did Captain Marvel, and I didn't really construct a deck. Um, well, I modified a deck. I played um, a deck out there that was called uh, Five Hour Energy, I think is what it was called. Let's see if I can do name drop here, give him some credit. I, I think it was something like that. Um, it was, I'm trying to think what the focus was. It had a lot of lightning. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thing was lightning and getting Nova, the Nova ally from Def uh, Protection, out. Because um, he has an ability that when a enemy initiates an attack, you can spend a lightning resource and you can deal two damage to that enemy. Now, it was an older deck. Where is it? I'm looking out here on the database. Oh my goodness, it's not out here. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't, I don't think we have, haven't played her in a while. Um, so when you started to play, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, she has this ability. Oh yeah, she has this ability in this card. Yeah, yeah, so I know people had always said like, she's super strong, she's, she does so much damage and all this stuff, and she definitely does. Her, you know, her big, one of her big kind of setup is her energy channel. You set it down, you kind of discard um, lightning resources, you spin them on the card and it puts on tokens, then you discard it and you get to deal two damage uh, to an enemy for each of the tokens up to ten. So, really it's ten for for five resource. Which, looking at it, it's not great, but it's one that you can kind of just sit on, which is really nice. Yep, yep. And that's what I would do. Like, I'm going to go ahead and get this down, and if I got, you know, I, I played something, and I had an extra card just kind of hanging out, I just went ahead and dropped it there. Um, so it would be worth something and not just a discard. Um, yeah. But I was really surprised with how much card draw she had like it was insane because <laughs> let's see she's got her alpha fly station so i was lucky enough to get that out like uh in my opening hand so you exhaust it you get to discard a card but then you get to draw one um if you're captain marvel and you get to draw two if you're carol Danvers. so i was actually flipping down every other or about every two turns I was stepping yeah. back down because I also had an Avengers Mansion, which was really nice. And uh, so the other thing with this five hour energy deck was to defend and ready, um, because she had um, the protection card that gives you plus one defense, and then her helmet gives you plus one defense regular, and then if you're aerial, you get plus two. So she can turn into a three to four defense, which can pretty much stop most things. The other thing that I liked, so her cosmic fly is what gives her her aerial, um, but it's also a defensive card that you can get rid of it. You can discard it to prevent three damage. So if you were going to take some damage, you kind of had a, a way out. 
The only thing I thought about was weird is it has two copies, and they can both be down at the same time, which is nice. But I just felt like two copies of the same card that do the same thing and don't benefit from having additional things was kind of weird. I, it just gives you... It, once you put two down, obviously the double aerial doesn't exist. Um, but it just gives you where you can utilize that prevent damage without losing your aerial at that point. Right. And that was the big thing is I was trying to keep aerial first much of the game as I could just to benefit from the defense. So the the other thing I really liked uh, playing was on her Carol Danvers side, she just gives you that card draw, which is nice and you can give it to, and I, and it was convenient to kind of give it to you sometimes. Yeah. Um, the other thing is on our Captain Marvel, she has a built-in, you have to discard it a lightning, but you get to heal and draw a card, yep. uh, which is, came in handy. Same thing with kind of, if you're stuck with like a random card, and this whole deck was around trying to get as many lightning cards as possible. Discard it, draw one, heal, or heal one, then draw one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where she was a little inconsistent, we kind of found out was we got like three different side schemes out and it was hard to kind of deal with some of that. I will say she does have um, three copies of both of her like mid-level attack and her uh, thwart event, which was kind of nice. Um, Crisis Interdiction is her thwart one. And unless you have multiple multiple schemes out it's not great yeah two cons for two thwart is not great at all yeah and and you have the varial to get that second thwart off of another one mm-hmm. so with the current card pool it's it's kind of weak yeah it it is for for her thwarting isn't great um I mean, she does have the two thwart, which is is good on her hero, but it's just it's it's not much. Her her kid struggles in thwarting, but but definitely not as bad as other ones. But um, she does have Spider Woman, which gives you that two thwart as well, and it confuses the villain to help you flip down, draw more cards and stuff. But yeah, for sure, her her thwart cards pretty underwhelming. Yeah, um, her photonic blast is kind of middle. I think because of the card draw, it justifies the three cost. As long as you've got the lightning resource, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be all lightning; it just has to be at least one. And I think you you had a uh, a death focus you threw in there, so you're able to pay for those a little cheaper. Yeah. Um, she benefited from having a Queen Carrier and a Death Focus. Because she's got... Her Cosmic Flight's a superpower. Her Energy Channel is technically a superpower, but it's zero cost, so it didn't really do anything. Uh, but with all of her like um, Lightning requirements, it was nice to have that Queen Carrier as a, as a wild generator. Yeah, yeah, that really helps. Especially if like, you, you could just spin that and get her... 
hero ability of the um, heal one damage, draw one card. Yeah. Yeah, what I gave up in the resource, I, I gained in the card draw. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I noticed with this deck that you played um, is I think it's designed to for you to sit in hero more, but the way you played it, just because it, it, especially just with the circumstances, you were flipping a lot more. So a lot of the defensive cards really didn't help. Um, there, was, there was a few turns where you had defensive cards, but you're in an alter ego. Um, so I think adjusting some of those would have helped. But even with that, you were still drawing a lot of cards and still able to do a lot. You weren't, like, I, I feel like sometimes in protection decks you get stuck with a bunch of protection cards and your turns wasted i I feel like protection has the most wasted turns out of any aspect yeah um it does stink sometimes when you you get the defensive you get like all your defensive cards and your your draw up at the end of the hero phase Mm -hmm. and you don't you end up like not using all of them so then you're sitting in your the next hero phase with cards that you can't use during the hero phase. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that contributed to some of the not using the deck as it was really intended for was um, I didn't get Nova out until really late in my first deck pass. I think he was yep. like in my last draw. Um, so that, that kind of played a little bit into that. And because I saw all the card draw, because I was able to get out um, the, the Alpha Flight Station and a um, Avengers Mansion, I just had so much card draw that I was like, oh, this is fun. And just <laughs> try to draw as many cards as, as often as I could. And it, it made sense. I mean, that's what she's good at, and you were able to do it. Um I mean, you were able to pay for high-cost cards because you had the energy absorption, her yep. resource card, and you you had uh, Nick Fury, so you are able to pump him out. And then I think at least once you used Captain America's um, cost one less and to make that even cheaper. And um, yeah, you were you were always drawing cards. <laughs> yeah, because I was able to be. If I was an alter ego, I could draw one card with her ability. Um, I could discard one to draw two with Alpha Flight, draw one with Avengers Mansion, and then flip up and heal and draw one by discarding or spending a lightning. So, yeah, yeah. And then if I used a photonic blast with the reduction of cost, I was able to draw another one there. So. Yeah, is is there a protection card that lets you draw cards? So I had an unflappable. Yes, yes. When I did defend and took no damage, I could I could exhaust that and draw a card, which was nice. Outside of that, I don't. I'm trying to think of one. Um, looking at the desk li- deck list, um, that was really it. Like. I took out some of the cards that from like the original deck and swapped in a few things, but like yeah. I didn't use 
the readying as much because that's some of the is to ready after you defend. Yeah, yeah. with her, but but the, since but I the was thing is, down, yeah, and, and the thing is because you were drawing so much, even when you had some of those defensive stuff, that they, they just became fuel for your other your other cards like your photonic blasts or your crisis uh, interdiction yeah and so they, on so they gave me some extra resources to play more than like one event a turn which was really nice because sometimes you get those heroes that their event costs two or three and that's the like one thing you get to do yeah yeah you were you were able to do multiple things which i think in marvel champions if you're able to do multiple things on your turn that's the like the key to success and that's why some people struggle with some lower hand size heroes is because sometimes they are basically limited to one card and move on kind of thing yeah if you playing one thing's average if you can play more than one thing you're you're above average on the, the scale yeah, hopefully you're playing one card. Yeah, hopefully. On your turn. Um, but overall, like, she was fun. I can see why people like her. I think uh, I'd be willing to kind of revisit her uh, a few more times. Yeah, she, she, I think, with newer cards out on the block, there's definitely some opportunities to um, just make her grow. Especially with aerial cards, which yeah. this deck wasn't didn't have a lot of these aerial cards, but with all the the new ones coming out with Angel soon, um, there's definitely some possibilities with her. That was the exact thought I just had. It's like we're brothers or something. Yeah, it's like we're connected with our minds. With our, with our minds. All right. Uh, before we move on to the villain, okay. I got one question for you. So she, like you mentioned, has energy absorption, three lightning resources on a single card. Hulk has his three physical resources. Uh, What? And we haven't seen a three mental resources. I was thinking we would possibly get that for Phoenix, and we didn't. What hero do you think would come with a three science resource card? I have one in mind. Do you have one as well? I'm thinking wheels is probably. You're thinking wheels? Yeah. Who who are you thinking? And by wheels, I mean Professor X. (laughs) Professor X. Um, I was thinking Mr. Fantastic. Oh, I can see that. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I know in the, the, Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's not that way, but in the comics, he's, I think he's kind of held as the smartest person. Yeah, Yeah, I I would agree. And these, the FFG Marvel Champions tend to be more comic um, oriented in their stories and such. Yeah, yeah. So I could, I could see Mr. Fantastic having that. Okay. I, would, I would agree with you more. I think if we ever got a Professor X, it would be way, way down the line when they were just kind of trying to scrape the barrel for um, more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see, and maybe we should do an episode on uh, 
mechanisms for future heroes and stuff, but I would love to see Professor X be able to manipulate the villain and minions as like his primary thing. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Not not to uh, derail the conversation. Right, right, right. All right. Speaking of derailing the conversation, let's talk about our uh, our villain Claw, pure sound or whatever his whole thing is. Um, we did play Claw with his recommended because I feel like when we played Claw in the recent past um we usually switch out his encounter set with something different mm-hmm. um but we kind of felt like let's keep what it is because they're it'll make for a better like minion game they're stronger minions with masters of evil um and it's not such a it, it can be sometimes a cakewalk if you if you take out an encounter set that plays to the villain, because all of his minions are kind of there to kind of slow you down. Yeah. Um, and then you just go right for the villain, because Claw is one of those where you just, you know, go for the villain, take him out, and you win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were talking about the the modular sets, we were like... Um... The Masters Evil, we haven't played it in a while because we, we only have played them. At least, I think for me, I think I've only played them with Claw. I don't think I've ever played them without Claw. And we just thought it would be good to kind of revisit that and see if it kind of matches up with some of the other um, stronger minion heavy um, modular sets that's been coming out, like the, the Sinister um, sets and, and so on. Yeah, I just don't see a lot of scenarios to play them, except if maybe you were doing like a hood. Or oh, if you're just replacing game. a minion-heavy uh, encounter set that goes into a scenario with a minion-heavy. Like a one-for-one kind of swap. Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to throw them in some of these other ones. Yeah, they, um, you know, they're Stronger hit points, they range from like five to eight, I think, and they do they do bad things when <laughs> if you keep them out there, and that's their whole thing, right? Most of the time you can't get rid of a five, six, seven health minion in a single turn, so they're gonna activate against you and they're gonna do their bad thing. you know yeah. one like it makes you discard a card, one like exhaust you, one deals the dam like deals the attack to every hero um so they i think one like makes you defend with an ally maybe but uh but that kind of mechanic was nice to see that it um you know introduced these new things and not just like it dealt two damage you know you had consequences for leaving them out there yeah yeah, as a as a second scenario from the core box, it was a it was a good like uptick in the complexity and just diversity. Then Rhino and his Hydra minions and, and so on. So yeah, um, it it was really good. Uh, two things. Um, I've always enjoyed his 
attack, his force interrupt, the drawing two boost cards, and that's his attack. Um, I think that's always been kind of a hit or miss. And so it's kind of fun to, to kind of gamble, like, am I going to defend? Because if I defend and he hits me for one or zero, that's that's a waste. Um, but we, I mean, we've seen him where he's attacking a, a lot more, um, just just depending on the cards. And so I, I've always enjoyed that. Um, the other thing I noticed while we were playing is just how many of his, specifically his treacheries and some of his attachments are just the worst. <laughs> yeah. They are designed to just annoy your hero's setup as much as possible. <laughs> and I think that plays a little bit like thematically with, with Claw. Like he's just trying to slow you down because he's trying to get away, right? He's trying to get away with the vibranium. He doesn't really want to mm-hmm. defeat you. He just wants to get what he wants and leave. Yeah. And yeah, he heals. He heals. Um, the Immortal Claw, you know, gives him a bunch of extra hit points. Yeah, his his Immortal Claw is always, when it, when it comes out, it's like, oh, goodness. And then you realize, oh, well, if I just get rid of it, then he'll, he'll drop himself right. pretty quick. Yeah, this is um, it's always nice to kill him with the removal of the Immortal Claw. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what sometimes the villain does to you. It's nice to be able to like do it to a villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and in our game, we got an interesting situation where we it came out in his first stage, the Immortal Claw, and uh, we just couldn't get rid of it. We we were in a, a weird spot where we couldn't thwart very much, just enough to prevent hit the scheme from flipping, um, but not enough to get rid of it. And uh, we kind of just whittled him down to the point where we were like, "Well, why don't we just leave it up <laughs> and just uh just beat the extra ten health out of him, and then we'll get rid of it as soon as he flips." Yeah, and that's what we did. Yeah, it worked out for us. Yeah, so. I mean, luckily with you dealing so much damage with your events, it wasn't too bad. And and I had some key turns where like I did like full energy channels to deal tons of damage. Plus, yeah. I was able to do like a photonic blast. So dealing 14, yeah. 15 damage in a single turn is pretty good. I mean, that's I'm almost taking care of my what I'm responsible for for you know the per player hit points for a villain in one yeah. shot pretty cool yeah yeah we I I never felt I think there only might have been like a maybe a turn or two where I actually felt like we were a little bit in danger and it was mostly due to threat not actually like just getting beat up um, but overall, I felt like just both these heroes was just able to handle whatever he threw out. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed when we played him, he got his sound solid body, which gives him retaliate. Uh, that was annoying. And and we, we ended up just leaving it out there for a really long time. I don't think we ever got rid of it. We, we did. We did finally get rid of it. I had some extra resources at the end of a turn. I was just like, yeah, get rid of it. 
Um, the other thing I think it's interesting with Claw is you can't you can't take too long because his attack mills two cards. Yeah. Where normally you're used to one, he does mill his deck down pretty quick. And uh, you're you're right. The total card count's not huge because he has his eighteen. You back out five of those for the villain and the two schemes. And then or sorry, it's twenty one, you back out five. You add in the seven and seven for encounter sets. So it's not a huge encounter deck. Yeah, I think he decked out twice on us. So we Yeah, he ended, he ended up decking out the second time very late game, I think on the second to last turn. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I think he holds up really well. Um, I do think that his zero attack on a stage one is a little weak. Yeah. Like you said, you can get really um, lucky and get like an advance or an assault as one of his boost cards into zero. So you can get away with a one or two pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, I've definitely played games where he was incredibly difficult for whatever reason. And I've played games where he was a lot easier. But generally, he's always been fairly consistent like in the middle. En- enough to keep you on your toes, but not enough to just overwhelm you. Um, except for those random times that happens with any any villain. Um, but he's he's one that I've I, we've always continued to kind of fall back on as just a, a solid one we can play. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people use Rhino as kind of like their um, measuring stick for heroes. Mm-hmm. But I think with the complex, like the the increase in complexity that Claw gives you, and kind of the randomness of his encounter cards, the things that it does, you know, can can this hero survive being exhausted when they were anticipating not being exhausted? Yeah, yeah, um, is a good little benchmark. He's a good benchmark villain, I think, to test with. Yeah, and and he's. He, like I said at the beginning of all this, is he's just he's kind of all around. He's got he's got minions to play with. He's got side schemes to deal with. Uh, he he can thwart pretty decent. Um, he can attack sometimes easy, sometimes really rough. Um, his attachments aren't great, and you can see you got to get rid of those, and that costs stuff. And there's just so much that he's able to do. He's he's kind of a, a jack of all trades villain. He can do it all, but not necessarily like overwhelming on a particular aspect. Right. So yeah, I uh, I think people should continue to revisit him, and and I, and I think you could do different modular sets, and and he'd work pretty good. But um, I think having a, at least some type of minions in that modular set would probably be beneficial for him. Yeah, because he's on some of his things you discard until you get a minion. So if you cut those minions down some, it 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 can tend to mill faster than it initially kind of wanted. Yeah, and his his minions aren't the toughest minions in the book. No. Um, 
Now, talking about toughest minions, the armored guards do get tough, and I feel like we struggled a little bit. We didn't have a lot of ping damage or spread damage. Yeah, our our guys didn't really have any. Yeah, you didn't want to waste your shield toss dealing four just to get rid of toughs. Yeah, yeah. So I I think for for these, when you get one out, it's like, okay, I got a minion, and you, you can take care of it. When you get those, in in our case, the Masters of Evil, it's like, oh, we gotta we gotta handle this. But then all of a sudden, like, you get a weapons runner, and then he surges into another one, and then he can quickly they can get jumped on you, and it just takes that stronger minion to kind of help these younger, not younger ones, these weaker ones, kind of make a statement um, yeah. on the board. Where without them, they just kind of become fodder to do other things yeah so but yeah I, i'm I, i'm all I like claw. Keep he's em. cool uh so, any, any final, final thoughts, thoughts on claw oh yeah i beat you did Sorry. i beat you <laughs> um i mean i think i've kind of already said I, I think he i think he holds up i think he's fun to play even if you're playing with new heroes uh, yep. i think he holds up well yeah i think villain holds up well masters of evil the I'm, I don't fear the minions the most, but they they are kind of nasty if you can't take care of them right away. Um, Captain America is amazing. Captain Marvel worked really well. This there was just a lot of positive on this matchup. Yep, I agree. I, th- I think I don't. I think we were well matched. I don't think villain or heroes had a you know an inherent upper hand on one or the other. Um, so overall, it was a fun, uh, fun little experience. Good, uh, champion checkup. Yep. For sure, man. Yeah. All right. We only have a few more, uh, wave one heroes and scenarios. So if you have a special request for us, uh, for our next champion checkup of a wave one or core box hero, you want one of us to play? Let us know by emailing us at marvelchampionspod at gmail.com. And we'll see what we can do about making that happen. Um, if you've got some thoughts on Claw or either one of the captains, uh, let us know. We'd like to hear your feedback. Um, again, we really appreciate every, appreciate everybody listening. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Uh, we, uh, we've really enjoyed seeing the... Uh, the excitement, the uh, the growth that we've had. It's been really neat to see. All right, Ryan, you want to take us out? Um, sure. Everyone, stay classy. And uh, if you uh, are tired of being a chump at this game and want to be a champ, then uh, listen to Marvel Chumpium's podcast and uh, turn from a chump to a champ. All right, see you. Take care.